Listen, everybody, to the words I have to say. Better get ready, because the Lord is coming one day. Thank you for tuning in to the Prophet Daniel's Report. This is Daniel White IV, the eldest son of Daniel White III. The intro music that you just heard is my late grandfather, Daniel White Jr., singing a song titled Get Ready. Today, my father, Daniel White III, is going to share with you news and information relating to biblical prophecy so that you can be prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Daniel White III is the national best-selling author of over 20 books, including Just Jesus and The Prayer Motivator. He has spoken in meetings across the United States and in 23 foreign countries, and is the president of Gospelite Society and Torch Ministries International. Now, here's your host, Daniel White III. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, welcome to the Prophet Daniel's report. This is report number 700 and uh, 33. Seven hundred and thirty-three. My name is Daniel White the Third. Here to remind you that Jesus Christ is coming back, and that you need to be prepared. You need to be ready. Make sure that's finished. Make sure that's finished. You can do it over here. Why don't you come on back until she's finished with that? You need to be prepared for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This podcast is not about predictions. Nor is it about setting dates as some people foolishly have done down through the years. However, it is all about preparation. Before we get started, let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name. Uh, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, We praise you and we thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical uh, blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your love, your grace and your mercy. 
We praise you and we thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Lord, help everybody here and help everybody out there who knows you to give you the glory, the praise, and the honor, even though things may not be going the way they want them to go. And Holy Father God, we individually, as your Christian people, those of us who are truly born again, confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins. And Lord, we thank you for this service uh, tonight because it reminds us that we could leave here at any time. It uh, helps us to put things in perspective. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would crush and crucify Lord our flesh and the old man within us for those of us who are saved. Fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord of your Holy Spirit. Demonstrate the power of your Holy Spirit once again. Speak to the hearts of saints and sinners, and even those who are in the church but not saved, open blinded eyes, unstop deaf ears, and save their souls, and change their lives. For Lord, we have people in our family who are not saved. They're religious, they profess to be saved, but they do not bear fruit. And you told us that we will know them by their fruits. Uh, and over a long period of time, we should see some fruit. And I pray, Holy Father God, again tonight for the salvation, uh, Lord, of my wife, Marika White, and others in my family, including my mother and my two sisters and other people who are in the church, but who are disobedient in the church rebellious and stubborn and proud in the church. And, uh, Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of their wicked hearts and minds and help them to confess their sins and help them to repent. And Lord, I know that this is not, praying like this is not popular, uh, but we, we need to stop doing what's popular and do what's right. Help us to do that. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you would give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil uh, tonight once again. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would 
rebuke and bind our enemy, the devil, his demons and his hosts from us tonight and help us to all who are saved. Continue to pray without ceasing, praying always, continuing instant in prayer. Based upon your holy word, ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. You gave a parable, Lord Jesus Christ, to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Lord, this service tonight is inspired by a service, two services really, last uh, uh, Wednesday before last and last Saturday. Lord, you had those two sermons to dovetail together, to move upon my heart, to remind people of how much they need to be looking for you, how much they need uh, to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful, and help your saints who are doing your will and your work to be extra watchful and sober-minded and vigilant because the devil is going to come after them as the devil is coming after me. And, uh, and Lord, as you know, I'm supposed to be on somewhat of a vacation, but if the devil is going to come after me like that and not let me rest, I might as well uh, go after him and, uh, and uh, offset that thing, that battle, that fight. And so, Holy Father, God, it's a joy to be here. It's been a joy to be here all week. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor, even after preaching through Holy Week. What a magnificent week that is. And so many people uh, got a blessing from that, as they do every year. And that's another thing that has motivated me. You came the first time. You suffered, you bled, and you died for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and you ascended on high. By the way, over here, uh, look up Ascension Day, Ascension Day for me, and let me see that. And Lord, you ascended on high, and uh, Lord, just like you ascended as the angel told us, you're coming back, and that's exciting. So Lord, uh, help people not to forget the blessed hope, and those, Lord, who are with us tonight, and those who are with us here and around the world who are not excited about the blessed hope, Lord, save their souls, penetrate their hearts, have your Holy Spirit not to give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. Uh, tonight, Lord, deliver us all from temptation, those of us who are saved. Temptation, evil, and sin. Lord, I know some of us think we have it licked since we made it this far in this day. But Lord, you know, and you've taught me down through the years that that may not be the case. So we always need to be watchful and prayerful and sober-minded. And uh, Lord, the three of my children have to do something important uh, this evening. And, and Lord, I pray that that would go smoothly, decently, and in order without any issues or incidents or 
accidents or problems. Surround all of my family with the band of your holy angels tonight, as well as all other families that name the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, protect us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil. Protect us, Lord, from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Lord, I do pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving, for millions around the world, across our country, across our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our personal lives. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Help us to love right, pray right, live right, act right, and do that which is pleasing in your sight tonight. Yes, Lord, in the few hours we have left in this day. Thank you, Lord, for the productive day that you've given us. And uh, we pray that much fruit would come from those efforts. And uh, I do pray, as some of us have been up since 3.30, 4 o'clock this morning, uh, Lord, uh, help us to always strive to get up a great while before day, uh, as you did on several occasions, even on Resurrection Sunday. For, Lord, you beat Mary Magdalene up, up out of the grave. And so, for when she got there, it was still dark in the morning. And so, Lord, help us to keep that in mind. And, Holy Father God, I do pray, save those who are lost. And, uh, Lord, help us to humble ourselves as Christians. And help us to pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. And get back to you, our first love, Lord Jesus. Help us to glorify your holy name, Holy Father God. Help us to lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is at your right hand. Prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And thank you for the great afterglow on Wednesday night. And help us to have a good afterglow uh, tonight as well. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus First today, let's look at some signs of his coming in the news. The disciples asked Jesus Christ in Matthew 24, 3, What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Jesus Christ gave them and us clear signs that show us when we can begin to expect to see the coming of the Lord and the end of the world as we know it. 
looking at world events through the lens of the Word of God, let's look at some headlines from today's news that point to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. First today, under the sign category of hostility toward Israel, according to the Times of Israel, thousands of Iranians marched in rallies in the capital, Tehran, on Friday to mock Jerusalem Day with Iran's leaders and top generals railing against Israel and evoking the Jewish state's destruction. It was the first time such marches were held since before the coronavirus plague pandemic. And demonstrators chanted again, death to Israel and death to America slogans that have become tradition in mass rallies in Iran since its revolution. Demonstrators also set fire to American, British, and Israeli flags. State TV later showed a variety of ballistic missiles on display at the rally, which it described as Israel hit us. Israel hit us. Iran's hardline president, Ibrahim Rassi, addressed the rallies praising Palestinian protesters who have regularly clashed with Israeli police and troops recently in Jerusalem and the West Bank as the vanguard of anti-Israel resistance. He said, this great movement that we are witnessing today in the form of protests is a symbol of the solidarity of the Muslim people that will lead to the destruction of the Zionist regime. The rallies all headed to Tehran University, where the ceremony ended at Friday's noon prayers. Similar rallies were held in other major cities, including Mashhad, Isfahan, and Tabriz, as well as in Syria. Pakistan and Bahrain. What happened to the Abraham Accords? Second today, under the sign category of wars and rumors of wars, according to Sino Daily, Taiwan's military on Wednesday 
said it was learning lessons from Russia's war against Ukraine as it unveiled plans for its annual military exercise that simulates uh, defending the island from Chinese attacks. The island's 23 million people live under constant threat of an invasion by China which views the self-ruled democratic island as part of its territory to be retaken one day by force if necessary. Russia's brutal but stumbling invasion of Ukraine has heightened fears Beijing might similarly one day follow through on threats to annex its smaller neighbor. As the military announced a July date for its Han Kuang or Han Glory pardon me, war games, commanders made clear the conflict in Ukraine would factor into the exercises. Major General Lin Wenhuang told reporters, the Defense Ministry is closely monitoring, researching, and analyzing regarding the war between Russia and Ukraine, as well as the communist military's movements. We will take reference of the lessons from the Russian-Ukrainian war to continue to improve our capabilities in asymmetric warfare, cognitive warfare, electronic warfare, and the reserve force. Han Kuang will be divided into a tabletop exercise next month, simulating all possible actions. China could take to invade Taiwan and a five-day drill in July, according to the Defense Ministry. If you have something to help him out, go ahead and give it to him. Third today, under the sign category of hostility toward Israel, according to the Jerusalem Post, despite the phrase never again, never again, long linked to Holocaust commemoration, according to a new survey, almost half, 47%, are concerned that another Holocaust will strike the Jewish people in the world today. The survey found that women expressed more anxiety about another Holocaust compared to men, 55% versus 42%, and that younger Israelis are especially fearful. 24% of Israelis under the age of 24 
said that they were very worried about a second Holocaust in contrast to just 12% of Israelis over the age of 45. Notably, religiously observant Israelis are more worried about an ensuing Holocaust. Israelis who define themselves as ultra-Orthodox responded that they were very concerned about the likelihood, as opposed to just 11% of Israelis who identify themselves as secular Jews. The ongoing threat from the Iranian regime, which has repeatedly declared its desire to wipe out the Jewish state, is a noted contributor to Israelis' distress over another Holocaust. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Prophecy Boot Camp. Prophecy Boot Camp is where we deal with the basics, the fundamentals of prophecy, the second coming of Christ, and what will happen in the future according to the Holy Bible. Our aim here is not to make predictions, but to help you get prepared by understanding how things will unfold in the end times. Tonight our topic for, uh, our topic rather is titled The Rise of the Antichrist, Part 14, 10 Keys to the Antichrist's Identity, Part 2, and I thank the Lord for my daughter Daniqua Grace White helping me with this uh, message and podcast. from uh, Dr. Tim LaHaye, who is now home with the Lord, and Dr. Ed Heinsohn's fine book, The Essential Guide to Bible Prophecy. We did one through five the other night, so you can get that on tape, as they say, uh, in the other podcasts. Uh, We're now at number six, The Antichrist will rule by deception. He will become very strong and will succeed in whatever he does. He will cause deceit to prosper. And don't be shocked by that. That's how the devil operates. He is the father of lies. And many of you Christians are trying to do life the right way. And you are oftentimes taken aback at how people prosper in this world and uh, uh, govern in this world by lying and deceit and dishonesty. Just the other day, Dr. Fauci said the the plague pandemic is over. And, and, And I warned that same night that that's not the case. Do not believe him or anybody else who's telling you that when the vice president is sick herself and trying to uh, get out of danger, taking pills. And sure enough, the same night, uh, 
right after I preached. I don't know if he was listening to me or not, but he, he, he took that back. Now, why did, he, why did an intelligent man do that? Somebody is pressuring him to do that and telling him to tell that lie, to, to, to try to uh, do a psychological job on the American people so that they can go out and try to save the economy when it is deteriorating more and more. And the Antichrist will consider himself superior, Daniel 8, 24, and 25. Number seven, he will control the global economy. No one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's Revelation 13, 17. And uh, you can see that happening today. In Amazon stores, you don't have to have any cash. You don't even have to have a card. You just wave your hand. And more and more people are going in that direction. Be careful. Number eight, he will make a peace treaty with Israel. As you can tell right now, Israel is in trouble. As usual, but more so today. Russia from the north is pressuring them. And then the Gaza, uh, the Palestinians are pressuring them. You just heard about uh, Iran pressuring them and cursing them. And uh, anti-Semitism is all over the, uh, the world now. Uh, more so now than in recent years past. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. Daniel 9.27 Folks, believe the Bible. Believe what the Bible says. Because it's all coming to pass. Number nine, he will break the treaty and invade Israel. The people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war. Desolations are determined. Daniel 9.26 Number 10, he will claim to be God. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped so that he sets himself up in God's temple proclaiming himself to be God. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible gives many other details regarding the Antichrist. He will administrate the world government and the global economy. Assisted by the leader of the world religion, he may be moving into power at this very moment. Only time will reveal his true identity.
when the Antichrist does come to power, he apparently will promise world peace through a series of international alliances, treaties, and agreements. Despite his promises of peace, his international policies will inevitably plunge the world into the greatest war of all time. And at the end of the tribulation, Christ will return and destroy the Antichrist. The good news for God's people is that he will not come to power until after the rapture. If the Lord should tarry his coming and we live, we will continue looking at this topic in our next episode. In closing, ladies and gentlemen, let's consider what God wants you and I to do in light of his second coming. Jesus Christ said in Luke 19.13, To occupy till I come. That means we ought to do something for the Lord until he comes. We need to be busy. I believe every preacher, if God gives them the strength, every pastor ought to give themselves, according to the book of Acts, to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And they need to be doing that every day. Every day at this point, because there are so few preachers now who are truly saved and called. And there's so many people dying. And then God has put the tools in our hands to spread the gospel around the world via the internet. What a tool. The best tool ever so far. So in light of that, we are continuing our journey through the book, Coming Events and Present Duties by Dr. J.C. Ryle. It is a collection of what he called prophetic tracts, pamphlets, that focus on the believer's duty in light of the signs which point to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This section is titled, Scattered Israel to be Gathered, Part 33. He wrote this before Israel became a nation again. Uh, so his prediction was correct, but some of the other points as to how we ought to occupy till he comes are relevant today. Dr. J.C. Rao said, Circumstances like these appear to me to point out clearly that nothing less than a special effort will ever enable Christians to discharge their debt to Israel. He understood that we owe a debt to Israel. No, Mr. Andy Stanley, we cannot possibly unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament and the Israelites. We are a part of them. They are our foundation, and that is a good thing. There must be a division of labor in the missionary field. There must be a special concentration of preaching, praying, and loving intercourse on the Jewish people, or the churches of the Gentiles can never expect 
to do them much spiritual good. Without such special effort, the cause of Israel will inevitably be lost sight of in the cause of the whole heathen world. Without such special effort, I cannot see how the command of the text can be rightly obeyed. Now here lies the claim which the Society for Promoting Christianity amongst the Jews makes on English Christians in the present day for aid. It enables them to make a special effort on behalf of Israel. And may I say thank God for all of the churches that stand with Israel in America. I think of Dr. John Hagee and all that he has done and thousands of others standing with Israel and, and pressuring our government to always stand with Israel to the point that at least the sensible Democrats stand with Israel and that's a good thing because we have been blessed by standing with Israel all of these years. To the Jew first, and then to the Gentiles. It supplies them with an outgate for their sympathy and a faithful instrumentality for sending the gospel to God's ancient people for they first brought it to us. And always remember, our Savior is a Jewish carpenter. Don't you ever forget it. He's the Savior of the world. It is in this light that I earnestly commend the society to support of all who love the Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity and desire to do good in the world and to Israel. I am quite aware that it is a common remark that the society does nothing. It results, its results appear to some very small and insignificant. I think, however, that those who make such an objection have probably never considered the very peculiar character of the work which the society does. Its field is necessarily a singularly scattered one. Its agents are necessarily scattered widely apart one from another. God scattered Israel for their sins and for their disobedience, for their rebelliousness, but also for the good of the world. No group of people have shook up the world. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not, like the Jews, and have saved the world. Albert Einstein and his crew, we all would be speaking German, probably, for Japanese, if it had not been for a Jew. And throughout history, you will find a Jew. 
paving the way and doing great things that God has gifted the Jews to do. The work that they do in the very nature of things makes far less show than the work of a united band of missionaries at Tinnevely or Sierra Leone, tried, I believe, by any fair standard, the work of the society for promoting Christianity amongst the Jews has no case to fear inspection. His agents are bearing a testimony in some places, an awakening in Israel thought, reflection, and inquiry. In others, they are gradually soft, softening prejudices and inclining Jews to hold discussions or listen to gospel statements. In others, they are calling out a people and leading them to the foot of the cross. What more do we see going on at home? What greater results than these can be found in any congregation on earth where the gospel is preached? And after all, duties are ours and results are God's. Always remember that. My beloved, if the Lord tarries his coming and we live, uh, we will continue looking at this topic and more in our next episode. Before I leave you uh, tonight, dear friends, the question is, be you Jew or Gentile, red, yellow, black, or white, for we're all precious and loved by God in his sight. And the question is, if you are not ready for the return of Jesus Christ, may I lovingly encourage you to get ready today by believing in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. In other words, if you were to die today, where would you go? heaven or hell? Have you truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ yourself? Or are you just religious like so many Jews are, so many church members are, but lost? You really don't know Jesus Christ. You're just going through the motions. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. Here's how to get saved. The Bible says in Romans 3:23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have broken God's 10 commandments which came through a Jewish man named Moses. God wrote the commandments and gave them to Moses. And they rule the world today. Have you broken any of those commandments? 
Have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen anything from anybody, including family members? Have you ever lusted in your heart after a person or a thing? Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, said that if you lust in your heart after somebody, you have already committed adultery in your heart. It's just like doing it. Have you ever dishonored or disobeyed your parents? Have you ever dishonored God by taking his name in vain? We all have sinned, haven't we? Haven't we? Buddha sinned. Muhammad sinned. The Pope all popes have sinned, some greatly. The Dalai Lama has sinned, even Joel Osteen has sinned, as nice as he is. We're all sinners, aren't we? You even said yourself, nobody's perfect, so that includes you. But there is somebody perfect. His name is Jesus Christ, the God-man. That's why millions worship him. He was born into this world by the power of God through the Virgin Mary. No man ever had sex with Mary before Jesus Christ was born. He lived a holy life. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. Like us, his blood is untainted. Then he chose to suffer and bleed and die for our sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Why? To save us from our sins and to save us from the punishment of sin. For the Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. We don't die because of cancer. We die because of our sin. All of the lies that we have told. All the evil deeds we have done in God's sight. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die for uh, because of your sins and leave this beautiful ball called earth, he will allow you to go to hell if you do not believe in his son, Jesus Christ, and reject his son, Jesus Christ, who died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. You may not be serious about these things, but God is. Jesus is. And it's high time for pastors and preachers to get serious about these things because God cannot lie. The Bible makes that clear. Jesus Christ cannot lie. 
They cannot lie. They're not playing. God does not play. Jesus does not play. Third, accept the fact, therefore, that you are on the road to hell, Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10, 28, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Hell is a very real place, my friend. And you are going there if you have never truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Even if you are a church member, millions of people have died from church pews and went straight to hell. Church membership cannot save you. It was the church crowd, if you will, the religious crowd that killed Jesus with gusto. And they had nothing on him, even a secular Ruler said, I find no fault in him. And took his side and said, wrote on the cross, the king of the Jews. So hell is a real place. Hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you, my dear friend. The Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. You don't have to go to hell. It's up to you. But you do need to understand. You need to take this point seriously. This is, this is not a joke. I know that many of you have never heard about the reason why you die. You don't die because of the coronavirus. You die because of your own sin. Uh, and don't fool yourself, it is a horrifying thought to die. That's a judgment within itself. But you do not have to go to hell. Because the good news comes from Jesus Christ as well. He preached the bad news so that you can appreciate the good news. We have too many preachers today who never preach the bad news, that you are a sinner, you're going to die because of your sins, and you're going to go to hell if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God. That is the good news. That is the gospel. And Jesus Christ said the most magnificent, most wonderful and most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved the world. Are you in the world? That means that God loves you. Red, yellow, black, and white. We're all precious in his sight. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave up his only begotten son for you and for me. As the sacrificial Passover lamb of God, you might recall how that they had to kill 
a lamb and apply the blood uh, over in the Old Testament to the doorpost in the shape of a cross. The blood had to be shed and the death angel passed over the houses that had the blood on the doorposts. That's the idea for us. Jesus Christ is the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for all people, Jews and Gentiles. Red, yellow, black, and white. He paid our awful sin debt. Now that's love for you. You'll never hear a greater love story anywhere. It is the greatest story ever told because it was told by God. That's love for you, my dear friend. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Believe in Jesus Christ in your heart. Believe the good news, the gospel, that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will. Romans 10, 9-13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell? Saved to what? Saved to heaven to be with God. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth, on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what now? Saved from hell forever. There's no purgatory. Do not believe that lie of the ancient popes just to make money and make merchandise of people, of their souls. They lied to the people saying that somebody can pray you if you give X amount of dollars to the church, somebody can pray you out of hell. That's not true. That's not in the Bible. Jesus Christ never preached that. It's a lie out of hell, right? A lie from the pope in the church. Listen to what Jesus Christ is telling you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do not trust anybody else but God's word in the Bible and Jesus Christ. No pope, no bishop, no priest, no pastor, no evangelist. You listen to what Jesus Christ said. If they're not saying the same thing, don't listen to them. There's no limbo, there's no purgatory. It is straight to hell or straight to heaven. And that decision must be made on earth. 
So believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins on the cross, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you. Call on his name. Pray the sinner's prayer and mean it from your heart. And I'll help you with the prayer, but you must mean it from your heart. God won't make you and I can't make you. It's up to you. It's up to you. Nobody's going to make you. Nobody made me. God didn't make me get saved. After I heard the gospel like you just heard, I wanted to uh, get saved. In fact, I said, okay, so that's it? So it's not all of this church stuff and joining a church and, and all of that. And, and I saw it in black and white. I got saved December the 19th, 1979, and I have never been the same. And you can get saved tonight yourself. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Gospel. That he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried, and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, Please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me of any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. This little book will help you to grow and help you take the right next steps in your Christian life, and it is free of charge. You will never be charged for it. 
And just like you'll never be charged for the gospel that has saved your soul. Never. It's a free gift. You just receive it and you rejoice. And so, dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. Uh, we have some free material that we want to send you immediately, free of charge. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Keep looking up, for your redemption draweth nigh. Let us join in the prayer of John the Revelator. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, may God bless you and keep you, is our prayer. Let's stand for our closing prayer. Holy Father God, we thank you for your holy gospel that was preached tonight. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us that just like you came the first time, you will come again. Help us to get ready. Help us to be ready. And Lord, help us who are saved to pray without ceasing, to walk holy in our lifestyle, and to keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep us all in perfect peace. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Prophet Daniel's Report. Remember, you can stay up to date with prophecy news and events on our website at secondcomingherald.com. If you would like to know more about accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior, what to do after salvation, or looking for a good church home, please visit gospelitesociety.com for more information. This radio broadcast can be heard daily on Live 365, bcnradio7.com, gospelightworldradio.com, Buzzsprout, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and can be downloaded from numerous outlets online. God bless, and until next time, keep looking up for your redemption draw if not. You got to get your business straight. It's coming again. Yeah.